I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bases loaded, two outs. kidding me that was crushed <laughs> that's right it's a party wow this is betql daily with the joes joe ostrowski and joe Gilio. here weekdays at 9 a.m to noon eastern time on the betql network there's your comeback victory mariners take out the astros after falling down big early in that game uh, yesterday in Major League Baseball. So yesterday, Simone Biles posts on Instagram, I truly do feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders at times. I know I brush it off and make it seem like pressure doesn't affect me, but damn, sometimes it's hard. And then uh, this morning we find out that she uh, withdrew from the team competition. Uh, let, let's talk about this with Kenny Ducey, and of course we'll uh, be covering Major League Baseball as well. At Kenny Ducey on Twitter, NBC Sports Edge, and the Action Network is where you can find uh, his work. Uh, Kenny, what was what was your reaction this morning as uh, you were getting set uh, to watch today's team competition with the the goat? <laughs> I think it's not unlike you know the reaction when uh, LeBron James doesn't play in the Olympics or gets hurt. I mean, look, it, it's just it's uh, it's the passing of time, and I think that you know. It, it's amazing that Simone Biles is still competing in the Olympics. It, it sounds ridiculous to say 24 years old is, is old, but uh, in terms of gymnastics competitions, you know, she's, uh, she's getting up there and she's been doing this for a long time now. So the end had to come eventually. I don't know if, if this is the you know definitive end, but um, sad to see. And obviously you could see the impact that she has on the U S gymnastics team because, you know, silver medal, not something that we're used to seeing, and I I think that uh, it was it was kind of yeah it was kind of shattering to to the hearts of Americans because I think that Simone Biles for a lot of people is the reason that we tune in and the reason that people get excited about the Olympics. I always like to say you've got to be a really really good athlete to be an Olympic athlete and be remembered for longer than like a week, and that's exactly what happens. You know we saw the great swimming upset last night. Um, this happens every Olympics, and then we go back to our normal lives two, two weeks later. We don't even remember these heroes from our countries. And so to have the longevity that Simone Biles has had since 2012 being on the national team, is uh, that, that 
proves how great she's been. And uh, sad to see her pull out with the injury. Hope she gets better. Yeah, it's a great point, Kenny. That we usually remember those great Olympians, and there's usually a couple couple things that get us to tune in. Two or three things, right? It's been Simone Biles recently. It's been Michael Phelps, and he's done now. He's a commentator in these Olympics, and it's also the United States men's basketball team, which we assume will go win a gold. And they are still the favorites, minus two fifty. You could find them, but things have changed. They have not played great, Kenny. Uh, your feeling on the men's basketball team? As they try to get themselves back on track, they're obviously gigantic favorites against Iran today. But just where this men's team is now is um, Greg Popovich tries to get him back on track. Yeah, I'm very concerned. I've been concerned um, for a week or two now. I mean, this is just a team that is lacking in star power. And, you know, when you talk about, I did just mention LeBron James. Um, it is It is not a situation like we've seen in a few years where, you know, this is almost like when we had to put together the Redeem team back in 2004 because it, it feels like we're trending right back in that direction. Sports is a cycle, and that's what we've been seeing. We have a, a team that is significantly worse from a name-brand perspective. And on top of it all, you know, I think that you're seeing that Coach K actually had a very good impact on this team. You know, Coach K, is he a better coach than Greg Popovich? He might be. Um, a lot of the blame, and rightfully so, has gone on Greg Popovich because he's. Hey, look, we have guys like Kelvin, uh, Kelvin Johnson, and Jeremy Grant playing on this team. But at the end of the day, you know, this is still a team with Draymond Green, an NBA champion, another NBA champion, and Kevin Durant, a near NBA champion, Devin Booker, a couple of the members of the Bucks. Like this is this is not a team that should be that should be losing with the talent that we have. But I, I think the bottom line is bad coaching and a, a, a roster that's lacking Steph Curry and LeBron James. We didn't have Julius Randle put on the team, which was shocking considering some of the names that are on here, like Jamil McGee. And, you know, where, where are these guys? And so I think that we'll see them at the next Summer Olympics. But for right now, it's hurting. Uh, it's hurting us. And I think that there's legitimate contenders out there now in basketball and a guy like Rudy Gobert is more dominant in international play than he is in the uh, NBA where he won defensive player of the year because of the goaltending rules and the bigger lane. You know, this is just, this is sort of uncharted waters for a lot of these guys. Jason Tatum, not playing well. He's not a good international player through holiday. has like been our best player in the United States, which is, which is crazy to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I do expect a big win obviously over Iran because they're 42-point favorites or something like that. Um, doesn't seem like a game they can blow, but it is uh, it is troubling times. I don't think they're going to win the gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that number's come down a bit, down to uh, 40. And if you want to watch it live, you're going to have to be a team no sleep late, late, late uh, tonight. I'm sure Joe G will do it. He's staying up watching West Coast baseball anyways. Oh, I'll so, be up. <laughs> yes. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, Kenny, anything else that you're playing? Anything else? Uh, the board is yours today or tomorrow in the Olympics. Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah, so I'm a big tennis guy when it comes to the Olympics. And it's been um, it's been pretty, pretty fun to watch so far. I think that what I'm looking at is the futures market in tennis. I'm still in on this. And I really like uh, Alexander Zverev to win it all at plus 1,000. When you look at the way that the draw breaks down, I don't know if there's really anyone in there that's going to bother Zverev on the bottom half. When you look at Medvedev at plus 333 at BetMGM, 
just not good odds. I think that that's, you could get much, much better value. Stefano Tsitsipas sitting at plus 600 in the midst of a little bit of a slump with the loss at Wimbledon, the loss on the clay last week. Zverev is a guy that plays very well in international competition. We've seen him at the ATP Cup play very well for Team Germany, lead them to the final. I think that this guy, he's also been on the precipice of a Grand Slam, very talented. And when we talk about the Olympics, it's a, you know, we're, we're just talking about how Team USA uh, is struggling in other departments. It's, an, it's, a, it's uncharted waters for a lot of these guys. It's unpredictable. You have guys that are really motivated by money and ranking points, and then they go to the Olympics. You don't have either of those things. So you can get some unpredictable results. You can get some unlikely medalists. I think Zverev's going to medal, and I think that at plus 1,000, it's very, very great odds on him to win. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kenny Ducey joining us here talking some Olympics and let's throw some baseball. And Kenny, we are a few days away, three days away from the MLB trade deadline. B- big picture question for you. Would, will you wait this week to see how the moves shake out? I know one player is probably not going to make a gigantic difference, but certain guys have over the years. You know, Max Scherzer might be available um trey turner might be available are, are you waiting to to kind of look at futures and division um odds now until the trade deadline or or do you think you if you like something now you're just going to go with it now you know it, it is a very very interesting predicament that we're in but i am I, I am sort of waiting i know that look when it comes to teams like the new york mets for example you know they're going to make a move they've been very vocal about how they will make a move at plus 900 right now to win the World Series, that's a situation where I don't think you have to wait till the trade deadline. They are involved in, you know, with every big name. They're not going to get them all, but they'll get one. And I think that that could be enough to push them even further up in the NL East race. I'm sorry about your Phillies, Joe. I think that when you look at the way that this team can still grow, their ceiling is super high. I've been really high on the Mets' futures all season long because they're in a great position right now, obviously in first place in the division and they can, can, they can get considerably better. Michael Conforto starting to hit the ball. Um, you know, Pete Alonso's on fire. If they just get a few more of those guys, they just returned JD Davis not too long ago. A few more of those guys in the lineup to start hitting things could go really, really right for the Mets. And I think the NL is wide open. I have, I have no faith in the Dodgers to win it all. Um, and another team though, that I'm probably waiting on is the New York Yankees. Because we know the Yankees, we know that times are probably desperate right now. Plus 2,500, I've been kind of looking at their futures for the last few weeks because they're starting to play a lot better. But this is a team that, you know, we've seen them make big trade deadline acquisitions when the team is, is in desperate need. Would it, would it surprise me if they just sent a bunch of prospects for Scherzer and Trey Turner at the same time or, you know, one of those guys? Um, you know, they, obviously they're in on Trevor's story. No, it would not surprise me. Um, you know, we've seen this team pull in, you know, three guys at a time from the White Sox to Todd Frazier and David Robertson I, I, and uh, Tommy Canely at the deadline before. It would, mm-hmm. I think that I'm going to wait and see what happens here. Obviously the future market's going to kind of shift if that happened. 
But the thing with the Yankees is there's definitely a pretty uh, low floor, I would say, in terms of the, the odds that you're going to get. Like, what are they going to shift the odds to? Plus 2,000 from plus 2,500 or plus 1,900? You're still going to get a good deal on a very talented team. I, I think that that's one of those wait-and-see approaches, and I think that there's probably a lot out there. But the one that I'm pretty confident in is the Mets because I think they're going to add someone good. Yeah, I think we should talk a little bit more about that, Kenny. That's a good point. About At this point, so we've waited the sample size of uh, about 100 games. Why not wait a few more days and you have much more information? And if you really like a number, you're not going to lose it. You gave the example of the match. You'll still get some value. But what about if you think the Phillies are going to make a run and you like that they're going to add, but you also believe, like you just chronicled, that, hey, look, the Mets are going to get a big-name player. There's always that overreaction in the market. So if you think the Phillies yep. can can make a run, they're just uh, a, a few games back, you know, one great week, one bad week by the Mets, uh, the division can flip. Don't you think in a few days after the Mets make their big addition, there's going to be more value on the Phillies no matter what they do? Yeah. No, absolutely. It's a great point because there might be an arms race happening in the NL East and, and it, it definitely, you could probably wait until you get that nice, that, the nice little dip on the Mets because they, you know, added Chris Bryant or whatever. And you're right. I mean, I think that that's a scenario where just playing it out in your head, I don't think there's any way that the Phillies are going to drift, you know, uh, let's say closer to the Mets, right? Because you know, the Mets are adding someone. So yeah, I think that that's sort of what you have to do. Obviously, you know, it, it, it's gambling at the end of the day, right? And that's yeah. a gamble that you're taking. Sometimes, you know, uh, it's like, well, do you want to wait for Joel Embiid to get ruled out or ruled in? No, sometimes you just take the 11 points and you gamble on the fact that he's going to play or not going to play. Um, you know, I, I think that if you wait, sometimes you are going to lose a number. But I would gamble and I would, I would make a good wager that the Phillies, you know, if you want to take them to win the NL East, it's really there. You're not going to be upset that you waited to take them at plus 400. I don't think that they're going much lower than that. Even if they were to add a Max Scherzer, the Mets are still signing or the Mets are still trading for someone big. So what, what do you, you it's probably a difference of just a few cents and it, it saves you the trouble of what if they don't add anybody. Um, but I think you make a good point about the Phillies. I mean, they could do it. They have all the talent in the world. They've been a very frustrating ball club this year. But in theory, I mean, if they added, um, you know, a, a pitcher, that's been a big weakness for them. I mean, you know it's bad when people are talking about get Cole Hamels off the couch. Then it could, <laughs> it could, it could turn. Oh, and they are talking about that in Philadelphia. They want Cole Hamels to, to ride in like it's 2008 all over again. <laughs> Kenny, you mentioned uh, the NL West, the Dodgers. Maybe you don't love them to, to get to or win the World Series. How about the NL West, right? They're, they're still trailing the Giants. Big series opens tonight. The, the numbers have moved a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Dodgers now minus 175. Giants plus 200. Padres, who are aggressive always, plus 550. If you had to bet on the NL West right now, who would you pick? I mean, it definitely, I would short the Dodgers. Um, that's for sure. I think that it's an interesting division because, you know, if you look on paper, right, you'd be crazy to say the San Francisco Giants are going to outlast the, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And frankly, I can't believe that the Dodgers are minus 200 to win this division. But I'm probably also, you know, just being rational here. I don't think I want to fade them at plus 225 odds. I would probably take a stab on the Padres, plus 525. 
you know, Adam Frazier, that was a big acquisition. I'm, I'm, Adam Frazier has been near and dear to my heart for many, many years, ever since he came up in Pittsburgh. I think he's very good. Um, and, you know, they might even add one more person at the deadline. I mean, this is a team that has been ultra aggressive over the last five years. So why not? And when you look at the Dodgers, I don't understand what people are waiting for, Joe. I don't get it. I don't understand. I think that, you know, much like the Cole Hamill situation, I think that a lot of people who back the Dodgers or Dodgers fans or people who bet on them every night just assume like, oh, well, you know, they'll figure it out. They won the World Series last year. Um, they still got, you know, this guy hurt, right? It, that, that's been the excuse all year. It's like, well, this guy's hurt. This guy's hurt. This guy. So right now it's Corey Seager and it was Cody Bellinger. What happened? Cody Bellinger came back. He can't hit. He's hitting under the Mendoza line. Um, you know, AJ Pollock has has been great this season. Nothing for nothing to show for really. They're still you know second place in their division. You have a guy like Mookie Betts really struggling at the plate. I mean, he's been yep. bad this year for his standards, really bad. And Gavin Locks is hurt. Before that, he really wasn't giving them what they thought he would. Gotcha. Kenny Ducey, Action Network, NBC Sports Edge. Always great stuff with Kenny at Kenny Ducey on Twitter. We'll make sure to catch up with him soon. Breaking news, Aaron Rodgers has arrived at Lambeau Field. Perfect timing. We're going to preview the Packers and Vikings next on BetQL Daily.